The following is a part of the Unchained Wrestling Network, the SNS Radio Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. I'm back, baby. The Unchained Wrestling Network and KJCC Real Campus Radio presents the two-time Wrestling Radio Award winner, Running the Ropes. I lost a broski for a hosty! Step through the ropes as the guys bring you all the talk happening within the WWE. Woo woo woo! You know it! TNA. Sorry about your damn luck! Ring of Honor. Bruno Bob beside himself on the outside. So is Maria Canoli's. And the NorCal Independent Scene. And now live from the KJCC studio in San Jose, California, it's Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network, the SNS Radio Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Running the Ropes right here on the Unchained Wrestling Network and the SNS Radio Network. Gotta check them out, beautiful guys. On both of those websites. And my name is Brian Maverick Bertrand. With me each and every week from headlockstoheadlines.com, the curator of headlockstoheadlines.com, one Mr. Chris Kelly. Chris, how's it going? Well, then, then to me, you sound a bit like R2D2 because I think it's typing a giant bitch today. But I am doing fantastically well, just sat here, chilled out, relaxing. Got working about five hours, but you know what? RTR comes first and work comes second. Because either, either way, I, I, I get people work no matter what because we're closing, we are closing down tomorrow. So I can do what I want tomorrow and I'm still getting paid for it. So it's fine. Wait, your Above job's that, closing I'm down fine. tomorrow? Is that why Is that why you have to be at work tomorrow? Yeah, uh, yeah I work from down tomorrow. We're being, uh, bought, uh, my com- oh, the company right now is, uh, is, um, is uh, t- uh, it's called Total Garage. And we're being bought out by BP. Oh wow! <laughs> but 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 we're not part of the oil. You're going all R2D2 on me again. Good. I'm not part of the company that dropped the oil in in, in the sea. That's not me. No, but but now you'll be, you'll be part of no, it. No 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 no. They're two different companies. It's fine. So, so they're gonna. So, f- so basically, you lost your job to BP. Yeah, but they rehired me with with a pay rise. Oh, badass. That's pretty good. Yeah, see that? How I can afford to get to Bamba Glory. Oh, there you go. Get paid Get paid big by BP for that? Hell yeah, take it. And the um, thing is, right, right, I'm also taking up my, 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 my paid holiday whilst I'm, whilst I'm up at Bamba Glory. So I'm being paid to go on holiday. Nice. Nice. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Yeah, I've been so busy. At this point, I'm actually working. Um, I'm, I'm going to be working on a per diem basis with a huge radio company in uh, in San Francisco. Like probably about the oldest, one of the oldest, if not the oldest, uh, radio company in the entire world. I mean, these guys have been around for literally over a hundred years, um, and. I can't wait to start working with them. It's going to be great. And I'm going to be on their promotional street team working at the uh, kind of like promoting the events at or the contests and all that. Current contest right now is people can win a, a new Weber performer. So that would be pretty that would be pretty fun to do. Um, 
but yeah, um, I'm going to be working on that very soon. And I've just been so out of touch with wrestling a little bit. I've been watching the... I have been watching the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, the best in the world. Um, I have that on my... I have that. Uh, I have a on copy of it on, on my DVR. <laughs> and it's... You know what? And I, I still... I, I, I had to rewatch the Adam Cole-Kyle O'Reilly match. And dear Lord... Dear Lord, it was by far the craziest physical match I've ever seen in my life. And speaking of Ring of Honor, a little bit later on in the show, uh, we're going to have the first lady of Ring of Honor. That's right, Maria Kanellis returns to running the ropes to address a couple of situations involving her time at Best of the World and some... and. A uh, and the current her little Twitter war she had with uh, Mark Madden. So stay tuned for that. That's coming up a little bit later in the show. But I think right now, Chris, I think right now is a perfect time for it. Let's go ahead. Let's get to some news of the week. And now it's time I think the first bit of news is, is regarding the WWE Hall of Fame. It's been reported that Triple H reached out to Bruno uh, Sammartino uh, in, in regards to being in next year's Hall of Fame. Polish Apparently he power. turned it down. Fun? Polish power. Oh, no, uh, wait. That's power- not, that was something else. I'm right, sorry. Idiot. Um, <laughs> speak- <laughs> Apparently he turned it down due to a problem with WWE and Vince McMahon. Uh, it, it was reported that it was to, to, it was to do with Triple H, but no, according to his client uh, Sal Cornett, it's, it's nothing to do with Triple H, it's to do with his heat uh, with man and WWE, so he will not be in the Hall of Fame this year. Not surprising. And, you know, a lot of people don't like the fact that they're reaching out, that WWE's reaching out to them to be in the Hall of Fame, and especially now, especially now, because this at the last Hall of Fame, they had... They brought in Abdullah the Butcher, and uh, superstar Billy Graham had been reported that he literally threw his Hall of Fame ring away, or sold it, yeah. or something. And it, and that's very understandable. And I, I think I think uh, personally though, I think that there's a lot of pride in wrestling, a lot of pride involving wrestlers, and that's that's okay. Um. But when you look at it, the NWA Hall of Fame isn't really that prestigious. I mean, it is, but it's not as prestigious as WWE Hall of Fame is. So, yeah. I mean, but I, 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 you know, honestly, I, as a fan, I can understand Bruno's uh, uh, displeasure from having been asked, and I think that I think that now, I, I think. He he has just a lot of pride, and that's fine. Have your pride; it's cool. You're still by far one of the biggest names in the wrestling business, and that's never going to change. And that's something that Bruno San Martino did himself. Now, my review: Which uh, WWE released a wrestler this week? Do you know who it is? No. He's been there for about eighteen months. Well, that's probably why I don't know him, because he's only been there for a year and a half. But he has been on TV. 
he, uh, and this and this is his, this is his second stint within the company. Second stint in the company. A train? No, no, no. Nope. Oh, you know what? I just read it too, and I forgot who who was it because I forgot. El Mondo, Alejandro, Estrada. Oh yeah, Esperate, Esperate. But he's been off of TV for a long time. Exactly. I he was, he's, uh... And see that a lot of people, and that's funny because I'm sure a lot of people don't realize who who that was, because well, like you said, he's only been there for 18 months. Well, no, I mean he was there with with Umoga, but he re he resigned the contract. And he was just once. They paid him for 18 months and used him once on Superstars when he when he was a manager of Tyson Kidd. Yeah, and what's funny is that what, what's really funny about that though is that he, you know, as soon as and I think it was Umaga that died. Am I right? Yes, correct. You know, and ever since then, it's like he had nothing in the WWE. Well, no. I mean, um, he w he was released, and then he and then he uh, opened up his own food restaurant. That went bust, uh, and then he returned to the E. But of course, he, he's been used once in a few months, and he's actually. Um. What else do we have? What else do we have? What else do we have? Um. Uh, what else do we have now? On Raw, we saw that Sin Cara was a got, was was a, uh, was attacked by Del Rio. And there were, and people were wondering what had happened. Uh, it was because they were in Texas, and that's close to the border, and they thought that it would get um, him over more as a heel. Right. Um, but there are companies within um, Mexico that expect him to be released soon and, re and be returning to the company. Alberto de, de Rio. No, Sin Cara. Sin Cara. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's really unfortunate because Sin Cara has to deal with wrestling a much different style than he's used to especially within the WWE it's not Triple H not it's not CMLL it's not any of those and there's only and he only was only able to work with a, like a couple of guys and that's about it you know he worked with Chava Guerrero a little bit he worked with uh you know so, uh, other Mexican wrestlers uh uh Hunico and Camacho and Hunico's the only one that knows his style, but how many how many Hunico Sincara matches have we seen before he took on Alberto Del Rio on Monday? You know, it's and we'll get to that in a minute. But how long have we seen that? And then you had Sincara versus Sincara when Hunico was Sincara, and that was it. Yeah, and and because he's the only guy that can work that style. In the w within the WWE, with the exception of Alberto Del Rio, because Del Rio is a, a main event guy. So yeah. it, it's really unfortunate. And personally, I think Sin Cara's got the uh, Ultimo Dragon curse in the WWE. They they hype up his his uh, entrance into the WWE. They put him in a couple of matches, and that's it. So, whatever. <laughs> I feel uh, bad. Have, um, speaking of Mexican wrestlers, um, Rey Mysterio was backstage at Raw this past week, but he was not used. Um, it, it is that he will return to Raw at Raw 1000 in a few weeks' time. Uh, Randy Orton, you, you said. Pardon? Who did you say? I said that Rey Mysterio was backstage at oh, Raw okay. this past week. How would you book him to return? Put him in a series with Sin Cara, I guess. 
and just say, just have Sin Cara come out and say that, you know, he's supposed to be a legend. You know, in Mexico, he's a legend, just like Rey Mysterio. And yet, he doesn't get the respect. You know, make Sin Cara heal. Make Sin Cara, do a heel turn for Sin Cara. Say, have him say that Rey Mysterio took it. You know, was a legend in Mexico. Sin Cara came to the WWE because he wanted to be not only a legend in Mexico, but a legend in the WWE as well, just like Rey Mysterio. And yet, as soon as Rey Mysterio came in, everyone ignored Sin Cara. You know, the lighting didn't help. Thank God they stopped it. Uh, the the oh, flash entrance didn't work. It wasn't working. The uh, you know the the matches he was in wasn't working, and he thought he came to the land of opportunity, and yet WWE's been only been ignoring him and tossing him aside because apparently he can't work with white people. So I can see that happening. I'm not going to say anything there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else do we have? Um, according to Figure Four Weekly, there are said to be big plans for Tyson Kidd. Of course, Tyson Kidd is involved in the Money in the Bank briefcase match. Um, now, I don't, I, don't, I don't see him winning the belt, but I could see him possibly coming close and then possibly winning the U.S. belt from Santino Morella. Have you noticed a change that he had as soon as he got rid of the pubic haircut? Uh, you know, on like just one small line, literally just one small line on his head. Yeah, and so he grew the hair out, and now he's now Tyson Kidd is finally getting a push. And I I think it's hilarious. I I think it's funny that they change that, and it's they change it for the better. And I think that now Tyson Kidd has a way to bust out of the whole uh, Heart Dynasty uh, niche. So well, I mean, the Heart Dynasty was screwed. I mean, that that the Heart Dynasty should have been kind of like a big thing. But at, at the time when they when they were put on TV, uh, there there were no tag teams. Yeah, um, it, that that's the that was another problem too, you know. He he was in a time in a tag team, at during the time, where he you know, um, God, I'm, you made me lose my train of thought, Chris, in the private chat. Um, well, well, what were we well, talking about here? Sorry, he was in a tag team at a time where tag teams were a dying breed, and it's unfortunate. And when he, when he debuted, he debuted uh, him and uh, D.H. Smith taking out um, Finley. There, there were no tag teams. There were actually no tag teams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tyson Kidd is, is, is a great wrestler, but he needs a mouthpiece. And I think Armando would have been great for that. Armando was a great talker. He, he just needs someone to kind of be in his way. And I think that could have been Kidd. Because Kidd Kid, Kid, Kid the wrestler, but I don't find him that kind of big on the microphone, if, if, if you know what I mean. Uh, what else do we have? What else do we have? Apparently, Wade Barrett will be re- will be returning soon. Uh, he might be in Money in the Bank because, of Barrett. course, he was meant to win that at some point. Wade Barrett. But Wade Barrett of the Barrett. Nexus. Uh, Nexus and the Corey. That's racist. That's racist. Mock- mocking our accent, you bastard. No, I'm not mocking his. I'm not mocking your accent. I'm mocking his accent. Wade Barrett. It's Wade it's Barrett it's of the Nexus. It's it sounds so weird when he says his name. Barrett. He's a northerner. No, he's yeah, he's a northerner. Just, he's a northerner. <laughs> saying that, I bet, I bet, I bet not say that because I might offend some northerners. You know, because <laughs> I, I, I piss up. I've before in the past, I pissed off the Scottish. 
So, uh, and God knows story. you don't want to you don't want a Molotov cocktail flying through your window and smacking you in the face. No, that's from not. from. Hey, I, it's just what I heard. What, what Northerners do? They they fight. That's just something I heard. Some do, well, not all, not all. Uh, well, Love uh, you guys uh, in the north, by the way. That's Finley. He loves to fight. Um, what else do we have? Apparently, WWE are high on AD on AD Lee. They think that she's a uh, good. Uh, <laughs> I'm high on her myself. Giggity giggity. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Um, <laughs> not touching that. Not touching that. Moving on. I don't think I want to say the words frustration and divas in the same sentence. So I'm not going to. Um, I, I, I'm going to skip that. But you'll try. No, I know. I'm, 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 I'm skipping a whole new story. Uh, oh, fine. Apparently, Karma is, is, is close to return to, to the company. Um, she, uh, apparently, divas are, are kind of like frustrated, frustrated that she's been out of action for so long. But apparently, she is close to returning to the company. Especially because they hyped, they, they put her into the Royal Rumble and she took out some some guys. Kali and uh, then she hit. She took out. With... She took out seven foot four great Kali, and, and that's him. not something to, to put her over on. Uh, did she piss him. someone off backstage or what? No, didn't she? She she had she she was pregnant, but then wouldn't it? It was stillborn. Yeah, it was stillborn, and she was she was grieving over it for a while, and yet now it's like she's over it. She's ready to come back. Bring her back. Yeah, well, this is WWE, right? They're, they're, not, they're, they're not that great at uh, booking stuff right now. <laughs> they, uh, hey, you know what? I, I've been giving them a year. They still have, what, another five months to go? Yeah. Just saying. Pick it up. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, we have TA News. A um, TNA have now served Scott Steiner with his legal uh, legal uh, law regarding his tweets, which I found funny. Um, <laughs> That's got to be the greatest people's court episode ever. Uh, this is the case of TNA Wrestling and Dixie Carter versus Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner is accused of tweeting. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 it's just It's just weird that... They find it took him a while too. So I'm, and you know what, I'm I you know, and I hope TNA gets what they get from Rick from Scott Steiner. But what can you get? He'll hear his tweet. What can you? No, you that's get? true. That's true. But at the same time, it's like the guy, the guy worked for the company. He near he worked really hard for the company. And all of a sudden he leaves, no one knows why. And suddenly he's gone. And suddenly he's talking shit all over the place. What's yeah, the apparently way? That's he, weird. Apparently he was doing that because he wanted to get uh uh back into power. But that that didn't mean what did it? Um what do you have? Apparently uh oh, this is confirmed, Shannon Moore has quit TNA. Shannon Moore uh, has been on a hiatus for a few months now, uh, but it's officially announced that he, he has left TNA on Twitter this past weekend. Uh, speaking of releases, this is what I'm Angela Love also quit TNA Wrestling. She was a five-time K- KO's champion, a record-breaking five-time women's champion. 
and I'm quite surprised that they let her go, to be honest. I am, too, because she really worked hard with that company, too. And it's like, now TNA released, granted the release. I'm, You know what? And honestly, I'm sure she, it was for something that it was personal for her. No, she was part of the company. Um, but, but still, I'm sure it was very, you know, person, it was for personal reasons she left. And that she probably, you know what? Honestly, she probably found a better opportunity somewhere else. So, hey, more power to you. But thank you for all the all the great matches that she had. She had great matches with people. Well, with... I put out, oh yeah, I mean, I, I, I put on Twitter that, um, would she be signed by WWE? And so I made a comment that no, because she couldn't wrestle. And then L-Train made, made a comment saying, actually, she can wrestle. If you're looking for a girl that's that's good. That's that's got good looks and can't wrestle. That's more of a Velvet Sky kind of thing. Love can wrestle. Love she, can yeah, wrestle. she can. She can definitely wrestle, and um, and she was trained the right way, just like a lot of the TNA knockouts. Um, she was part of a great knockout storyline. She was involved in many of the knockout main events that TNA has had, and. It really, it, it it's really sad to see her go. But, I mean, hey, she she left a great impact on the company, and I think given given time, she'll come back. I think she'll come back later on. Not at the moment, maybe not. I have faith that she'll come back later down the line in something really really special. Now, this might be the most bizarre news story. A Ring of Honor champion appears on TNA, then gets fired. Uh, Kenny King. Uh, he was one half of uh, the, all, the All Night Express. Um, and he Free was Ring of Honor fans out there. Yes, and he was a co-tag team champion. He was a, he, he appeared on Last Night's Impact. Um, and uh, what it is, uh, is uh, his contract had expired 11 days ago. And Ring of Honor has said to him that he can go out and look for a new company or choose to stay with TNA. Oh, sorry, stay with uh, Ring of Honor. Um, he would have to have been that, that was non-televised. He would have to give TNA uh, Ring of Honor prior warning. He informed Ring of Honor last week that he would be going to TNA for a match. He then informed him uh, two, two, two days ago that it would be an actual wrestling match. Ring of Honor never said anything about and uh, he went there, appeared last night, and that's now being fired. Now, the thing is, he never actually signed a contract. He was working on, on, on a handshake agreement. Now, you have to say that surely it, it's a mistake by Ring of Honor to put a belt on someone that's not, that, that has no contract. Yeah, so and this, is the, this is probably one of the rare opportunities for me to say uh, Ring of Honor should have seen this coming. Well, to I mean, to me. Kind of... and, and, and only because... Only because it's like you said, they put the belt on a guy without a con who doesn't have a contract. Not their, not their best. What the hell am I looking at here? Don't what know. the hell is this? Oh, someone put. Oh, okay, someone I guess is messing with Photoshop. Put Hulk Hogan in later hosen. <laughs> Weird. No, I think the funny thing I saw is it's called a uh, YouTube channel. The company that uh, uh, they take the best chance, best chances that that that's made, and Hulk Hogan sings uh, sings Lady Gaga. Really? Yeah, I I'll find you the video. 
I want you to find me the video to this, because I gotta see this. Oh, I definitely wanna see it. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, what your Just Hogan singing. Ugh, ugh. <sighs> Crazy, but I, but like I I'm interested in seeing it now. Oh I, I wouldn't be. I still mean, think. But yeah, so basically Hulk Hogan now singing like Lady Gaga. Kenny King is now probably gonna go win the impact title. And we probably should have seen that coming. Because it's kind of like if then it's it's kind of like say if you're working at McDonald's or on on a handshake agreement and then you're offered a contract at a restaurant, it's not great but it's better. So, I guess I, it's I working right. out for uh, what's her name Taylor Wilde. Yeah. Okay, I mean, here it is. Here it is. In a video to promote fitness, it says here. Oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> Let me describe this scene on this video. One it's it's called the Hulk Hogan Challenge. It, the title says Hulk Hogan sings Lady Gaga in video to promote fitness. Now, take this. I, I want everyone to just take this image for a sec. Hogan's wearing a tutu up to his stomach. He's got a non t like his uh, an original Hulk Hogan T-shirt, I guess with his Vidalis or whatever it's called thing. And he's got the Hulk Hogan the Hulkamania bandana. He's wearing these fairy wings for one thing, so that's that's funny in itself. But he's got what is that? Kanye Kanye window blind glasses with headphones, and he's wearing like fake dreadlocks and a crown. Sync <laughs> the I I want everyone to sync that image in for a second. Just close their eyes and imagine it. Hulk Hogan. I think. In I the, think we should give him four minutes, go for a commercial break, come back, and then do. Let's do that because uh, while while you're while you're listening to the commercials, just think, just think. This is what you could be hearing right now. I will the ball oh, on this yeah. way. Oh, hey, wait! I, I, you know I love Lady Gaga. Come on, <laughs> brothers. Man, don't make fun of me like that. I was wait, born wait. this way, with the largest wait, arms wait. in the world. Okay, that, yeah, let's go, let's take a break, and we come back, we're going to talk about Raw, we're going to talk about Impact, Smackdown, Smack, I guess Smackdown, whatever we, whatever we can, given this time, stay tuned later on, we're going to have Maria Kanellis on here, the first lady of Ring of Honor will be on, so stay tuned for that, uh, in the meantime, we'll be back right after this. This is Shelly Martinez, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on Unchained Wrestling Network. WrestlingOnline.com, the official news source of Wrestling News Live. You're looking for the latest news in the world of MMA and professional wrestling. Log on to www.wrestling-online.com and sign up for the largest and longest-running newsletter 
on the internet today with over 26,000 subscribers and over 3,000 issues. And the best part, just like WNL, it's free. Once again, that's www.wrestlingonline.com. You know, in the world of pro wrestling radio, there's always someone out there who will always try to get under your skin. I want to really drive Andy to the point where he wants to choke me out. Because I'm going to drive him right off the edge of the cliff. They'll always try, but in the end, it always comes down to the truth. That moment when uh, Silent Rage blows the gasket, this match is over. You know, I'm really just a nice guy at heart. But... Don't piss me off, okay? I mean, come on. The truth is going to hurt someone. Catch your weekly search for the truth right here on the Pro Wrestling Rewind every Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, exclusively on the SNS Radio Network. Standing ovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled to take you back in time. Host... Ring announcer Sean Beckerman brings you pro wrestling nostalgia featuring classic moments and old school themes. So buckle up and go beyond the bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. It's go time. In March of 2012, the two former hosts of the popular Causecast radio show, the phenom Charles Shane and Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ Sixa, reunited on Friday nights to cover WWE SmackDown, the latest news in the world of professional wrestling, the world of gaming, and entertainment. If you tune in on Friday nights, starting at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, on the SNS Radio Network, located at www.snsradionetwork.com. Perhaps you can listen to the U-Team on the new Unplugged. The band is back together! What's up, all you stars and studs? I am former WWE diva Maria, and I am now the current First Lady of Ring of Honor. And you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Alrighty, welcome back to Running the Ropes right here on the SNS Radio Network and the Unchained Wrestling Network. Brian Maverick-Burchan back with you with the effing foreign kid, one Mr. Chris Kelly from MLXAlliance.com. Really though, really, effing foreign kid. Uh, did I did I get rid of that gimmick I say in in bracket like last year? You know, with that, uh, <laughs> my family listens in on the show, and and my aunt told me once that you cuss a little too much on your show. I'm like I'm cutting it down, but I can't say the same about my co-host, and that's fine. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to I cut w- down on the swearing, but hey, you can cuss like a sailor all you want. 
I won't cast. I will. I will be polite. I will be a gentleman. I will tip my hat to the women. I will open doors. I will kick puppies. I shall be the perfect. Did gentleman. you say you will open doors and kick puppies? <laughs> Are you really gonna kick a puppy? It depends. It, it might be a drop kick. That's <laughs> how it goes. So cruel to animals. Yeah. Uh, send your hate mail to. I, I, I do love animals. I, I, I do love animals. <laughs> I, I do like animals, but don't worry. You just want to kick puppies. <laughs> because you might get some hang. You might get some hang time with them, so it's cool. <laughs> anyway, we have a lot of stuff to cover on this show. We, you know, and I try and get to everything. Give my opinions on the shows. There's times where I don't catch that much. And hey, you know, oh, and it happens. But you really can't have a problem with that. So send, anyway. Send hate mail, which, which includes giraffes, to running the ropes at yahoo.com. What is this with your thing in giraffes? I don't know. It just has to be giraffes. Giraffes or cats with bread in them. Bread in cats. Giraffes okay. Uh, anyways, let's go ahead. Let's cover some Raw. <laughs> Alright, so it was a interesting way for Raw to come about. Of course, it, doesn't sound, it didn't sound too much like anything different than they've had. But when you think about it, they kind of... Ag they kind of like furthered their main storyline and turned it into something else. Of course, we had what uh, Teddy Long as the uh, as the holla, uh, holla, holla. G the temporary GM, I guess. Yep, yep, yep. So go ahead, Chris. Let, let, let's break it down. Oh, why do you make me do the recaps? Okay, John Cena. Because you're the news guy. Yeah, news, not not buddy recap guy. Um, John Cena starts the show. He uh, and uh, he gets interrupted really quickly by Daniel Bryan shouting yes, 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 yes. This then I believe brings out Punk, I, and then uh, and then this brings out AJ, and then this brings out Chris Jericho, and this brings out Kane. And the f I, I I think the funniest back and forth was actually between um, uh, Daniel Bryan and um, and Jericho. Because uh, Jericho was saying how uh, Daniel Bryan is just a just a guy that, that that uses a bunch of catchphrases, and then Jericho was like, "Welcome to Raw, is Jericho," and Daniel Bryan, will you please shut the hell up? Which I marked out. It, it was pretty funny too. I kind of marked out on that too. I thought it was funny that he used his old catchphrases again, and it just brought a lot of nostalgia. I'm sure for a lot of people. If anyone watched uh, WWE in 2000, so yeah, I thought it was fun. I was fun comes to watch. Out, Big Show clears house, sets up, sets, sets up. Shockingly, a tag team match for tonight. You, you know, Tedong's in charge. There has to be a tag match. Speaking of tag matches, we had another one. Cody Rose, David Hunger. Um, it has Tyson to be Hill. a tag match, and it must be. Uh, it must have. Every single main event guy on there, because God knows you you need to put everyone you can on television. No, 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 no. Right, Headlong had a brain, right? Where if you if you give him any mathematical equation, right, it equals tag match. Right. Um, if you somehow have I don't know 
five people, five people, five people in, in, in a feud, somehow it, it'll be a five-man tag match, despite it being a handicap match. Um, but yeah, we had a six-man tag match. We have Otunga, Cody Rhodes, Titus O'Neil, uh, Darren Young versus Santino, um, Christian, uh, R-Truth, and Kingston. Um, the primetime players walk out, and this allows um, Cody Rhodes to get basically dismantled. No, sorry, um, sorry, Otunga gets dismantled. Um, Otunga gets squished. He gets hit with a kill switch and generally beaten up, which is quite which is quite bizarre to see because you don't usually see the heel. He up. seems to be the whipping boy of all the the mid to main event card guys nowadays. Despite despite him putting himself over as having like a great big physique and Harvard graduate, Harvard law graduate, and all that, so he's a poor man's Chris Masters. That's what he is. Yeah, exactly. But he does his job well. And, wait, and wait, he... wait, wait, wait! Why does he have to be a poor man's uh, Chris Masters? Is because he's black? <laughs> he just stops. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm just gonna just <laughs> sit here and try and comprehend. How that works. I mean, why does he gotta be a poor man's Chris Masters? Cause he poses like Chris Masters. <laughs> All right. I I I don't get how you got that link between Masters being black and and and, and Otunga. I I I, I really don't. <laughs> anyway, let's keep going here. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Oh. Uh, uh, well, my, I've got a fact. Del Rio versus Sin Cara. Sin Cara slides in and gets his ass kicked. As, as as I said earlier, that's because they wanted to get Del Rio over as a heel, not because Sin Cara's leaving anytime soon. But. I think they could have chosen someone else because Sinkara has just returned from injury and he's won a few matches and uh, yeah, they they chose um, Sinkara. Uh, well, um, we then have a segment with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman says that that um, Brock Lesnar will make his announcement on Raw One Thousand. So his his announcement was that the announcement will be announced on the Raw One Thousand. That's like TNA bad. Yeah. Because TNA gets a lot of heat for that. My announcement is that in three weeks I will announce the announcement of, of the announcement of the announcement. <laughs> well, at least it, it, at least it's a thing where it's not another stupid, oh, I'm. it's not like the week before where you had, oh, well, you can't say you're in this. You can't say you're in this because you're already in this. So what's the point? It's not one of those again. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, you can't book yourself. Why? Because I'm booking you already. Because I'm already booking you in this match. Blah, blah, blah. Like, really? And I'm glad... I'm glad they brought it back. I, I, I'm glad they didn't do any of that again. It was really still, funny and it, it was, was just great. I loved it. it was yeah, Paul, ha- Paul Heyman is, 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 a, is, a, is TV gold. Paul Heyman needs more TV time. Yeah. That's my, that's my opinion. Um... Next up, we have Ricky Guerrero and Dolph Ziggler versus AJ and Sheamus. Um, AJ gets a win via the Shining Wizard. And, and AJ a- looked stunning. Man, AJ is just like... I, I got to meet her at, uh, last year when, when I went to Banff Glory. That chick is just way too skinny. She's, she's very skinny, but she's still very hot. And I'm glad WWE's keeping her around. And In fact, I read... That they 
want that possible rumor is that they might want to make her a bigger main a bigger main event star like they did with Sable and Sunny and all that stuff. And I'm glad they're doing that. Yeah, and then of of course you have the internet trolls calling calling her a troll and they can go fudge themselves. See, I, I said fudge. Uh, next up, we have David. Uh, David uh, Heath Slater. Heath Slater says that he's going to be challenging a legend tonight, and he won't be made a clown out of. They bring out bring out Donk the Clown, who I think secretly is Maverick in disguise. Because um, I am gets... a clown. I'm. A, I yeah. make a great clown. Just yes. saying. But I can I can confirm here on the show that I was not dressed as Doink the Clown that night. But Brooklyn Brawler was again because apparently he still he still likes to wear clown clothing and clown makeup for some weird fetish. I don't know. I'm not confirming nor denying that Steve Lombardi has a clown fetish. But uh, hey, Maverick, you know, I wouldn't put Maverick it past him. Might. Maverick does though. That's <laughs> big breaking. But that, I wouldn't that, put that. it past him. Um. So Hoff later wins, and then bang, yo, it's me, it's me. It's D D D P. Uh, D D P and uh, Slater do a bit, bit, a bit of a back and forth. Out of nowhere, Drummond Cutter. And they the didn't win. use his WCW theme, and that that angered me greatly. And I'm yeah, using self control on this. I, that angered me very, very greatly. Yeah, I would love to, to hear. Yo, it's me. It's me. It's D D D P, and then hear the rip off of uh, of what what the the it smells like Team Spirit rip off. Yeah, yeah, I would love to hear that. Yeah, it, uh, it, I mean, great that he came back, and the dude still looks like he's in amazing shape because of his yoga. But I mean, we want you know the fans want the WCW DDP back. You know what I'm saying? The People's Champion before the People's Champion? Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Kane versus uh, Big Show in an ODQ match. Uh, Big Show wins via a choke time onto the still, onto the, uh, still um, chair. Uh, in the back, we see Eve looking fantastic. Oh, yes. Uh, and then we have a little uh, combo between Eve and uh, AJ. Now, I don't think, and I know I'm not, the only, I'm not the only guy... That hope that that hope that um, Eve would make out with AJ. There were a lot of people on on Twitter hoping that it would lead lead to a, to a lesbian scene, but alas, you never know. WWE has done it before. Uh, alas, it wasn't PG. Um, Don Marie and Toy Wilson. Need I say more? Yeah, but that was pre PG. That's true. That's true. Because you know lesbians can't be PG. Yeah. I'll make them PG. Ha-ha. <laughs> Next up, we have uh, Tyson Kidd versus Fatass, a.k.a. Lord Tensai. Um, Tyson Kidd wins this kind of like a uh, like X-Pac beating uh, Scott Hall. One, two, three. Quick roll-up. Lord Tensai's pissed. And he... Uh, I feel, uh, Yeah, and that's basically how it ends. What was uh, that Scott Hall reference you just made? When X-Pac defeated... Um, uh, the, the, the Scott Hall. Okay, I thought you were saying something like PJ Polacco no. and Scott Hall. No, but X Pac. I would have, I would have been pissed if you said that. But that's right. That's X- right. 
X-Park. Uh, in the back, we see Jericho and Daniel Bryan talking, and then Jericho asks if uh, if him and Daniel Bryan are going to be, be on the same team, like on the same page, and Bryan goes, yes, 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 I'm yes, so yes, done yes. with the yes chance. So done with them. What? I'm I, I I can't well yeah what? it's another what chant that's what? exactly what it is what so what anyway <laughs> uh, we then see Tyson Kidd get interviewed by Josh Matthews he gets he gets attacked more the story right is don't ever get interviewed by Josh Matthews or you will get attacked by someone who's pissed off at you <laughs> yeah uh, we then have Chris Jericho versus Daniel uh, Chris Jericho and Daniel Bryan taking on CM Punk and uh, John Cena Cena and um, Je- uh, Jericho uh, fight to the back I, I believe I might be wrong there and then what, and then uh, that leads uh, Punk and uh, Daniel uh, Bryan Daniel Bryan they start fighting out comes AJ she ignore oh, they, they ignore her she puts out a table and it looks like she's about to jump through the table and um, Bryan's like no don't do that Punk's like no don't, don't do that and then the um, uh, AJ pushes Punk through the table, crushing um, Daniel Bryan. Now, am I the only one to think that that might have been like kind of like a kind of like a poke towards Rebby Sky? Because of course, Rebby Sky at an indie show uh, got put through a table from the top rope. I think that was entirely co- coincidental. I don't think they they know about that. Well, right, you you said that right. Well, because they booked um, Silvicious. And now they've re- reached out to Sonny. Well, yeah, but it, I mean, the whole Rebby Sky putting herself through a table, it, I I think it's entirely coincidental that they did that. But hey, if it was, <laughs> awesome. It's funny as it's funny as fuck. It's funny as fuck. You know, or uh, funny as hell. But you know, it's it's it's. I I I think it's I think it's entirely coincidental. So yeah, the, um, that was raw. I would give it. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd give it. A, I'd give it a C. It, it, it did its job. No, nothing to. Moan yeah, about. it did its job. I think uh, I'll give it a C plus because of the the table spot. Yeah. I honestly thought she was gonna jump off the top rope and really slam her ni- her ninety pound body, if that, or eighty pound frame, through a table like that, and that yeah. you know, ask a wrestler. That's no joke. Look at what Bob Holly did. Bob Holly cut his back on a piece of the oh, table. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So that that's no joke. So, uh, but I I give it a C plus for the 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 great factor it showed, and I think it was fun. I think it was great, and I did it did it, it served like you said, it served purpose. It served purpose. So yeah, C plus. Good good job for WWE to keep consistent, and who knows? You know, the next pay per view coming up, Money in the Bank. It's gonna have it's gonna have a good main event, I think. What? And it's gonna no. be an actual main event, because oh no, wait, no, I'm sorry, it's gonna be the raw main event, the raw money in the bank. Why? Because John Cena's involved. Eh. Oh well. Um, we 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 then go to Tuesday night where we have a live SmackDown, which is themed for the Great American Bash. Now, what I found funny is is they dubbed this the Great American Bash. Yet the first scene we see, the people that are celebrating the Great American Bash, Epico, uh-huh. Primo, The Usos, Alicia Fox, uh, Nat and Nightheart, Yoshi Tatsu, uh, Hunako, um, 
um, the other Mexican dude, um, Kamakoko is called, Hornswoggle, Mendez, uh, uh, Caitlin, and Tamina. You mean Camacho, you were thinking of. Yeah, yeah, him as well. So yeah, out of that, only two of them were American. Fox and uh, Caitlin. Wow. Maybe they're showing international and... Um, uh, yeah. International fairs and sex. Yeah, man, Nat and I look fantastic. She looks stunning. Oh, I bet she did. Nat, she looked... Woohoo! Um, uh, Smackdown opens up with... Um, Dario talking about how he destroyed Tinkara last night. Um, this then brings out Seamus, and they have a little back and back and forth. They end up going up the ramp, and then um, Dario beats the living crap out of Seamus using his car bonnet. On it like a car bonnet. <laughs> um, next up, we have the Great Khali and Layla taking on um, and uh, Antonio uh, Cesaro and Oksana. Antonio Cesaro. Great. Pretty quick match. Layla and the Great Kali win. Kali looks confused because he's because he's never seen a girl dance before. Because uh, Layla was trying to do her little sex dance, but oh, I Kali love her sexy dances. Love is them. she your li- is she your little English muffin? Oh yes. The quick match striker. Yeah, exactly. Come here, English muffin. But see, I can't. As much as I, you know, and honestly, and I, I, I felt bad for defending this guy because he's a NorCal trained wrestler. He went through the indies, you know, like everyone else and all that. But honestly, I, I gotta say this, and again, I, I want to apologize beforehand for anyone that said, but some uh, great Kali is just a statue in the ring. The no, guy hardly statue, moves. I think I think the statue has more potential. You, <laughs> you, if you, have you ever? Okay, Chris, I'm asking. Have you ever played God of War two? Yes. You know that scene in there where you're taking on the giant gold statue of something. I don't know if it had a name, but you remember that how slow that thing moved. Yeah. That reminded me of Great Cully. I think I think another reference would be on a uh, on Darkness two on three. Uh, so Darkness two. Where there's a big big monster guy, and he's meant to be big and scary, but if you if you stand out 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 of his way, he can't he can't touch you. Yeah, yeah. See, and, Great Cully is the in the ring is the equivalent of a boss battle. Yeah, he doesn't ha- he's limited on moves, very very limited on moves in this case, and he doesn't. I mean, he attacks. Don't get me wrong. He just won the match. But yeah. he, you know, everyone knows his weakness and that speed. Great Cully is big and slow, and that's that's okay if you're wrestling the Undertaker, but not so much if you're trying to make a career out of it. That's what killed a lot of giant wrestler careers, and that's why people put over. That's why people put over Matt Morgan. Because um, he's an athlete, he's a he, he had a basketball scholarship. He's the epitome of what a big man wrestler should be: someone who's big, but at the same time fast and agile. And Greg Cully doesn't have the fast and agile part down. That's unfortunate. But 
can we stop talking about Pali because he's making me want to go to sleep? Let's go ahead and move. I'm sorry. Next yeah, up, we have Kareem, I'm starting Kareem to talk Kareem. about it like it's a great Kali match. What? Yeah, huh? Huh? exactly. Um, uh, sorry, I need to wake. I need. I need to wake up. Uh, next up, we have Cody Rhodes versus Christian in a qualifying match for Money in the Bank. Um, Christian wins. Uh, sorry, Cody Rhodes wins clean after after uh, blocking the um, the uh, Amputia with a. Um, the, uh, with a uh, spinning neck breaker. So Cody Rhodes is going to Money in the Bank. Next up, we have Alex Riley versus Dolph Ziggler in, in, in a short match where Ziggler qualifies. Now, I'm not sure about you, right? But Alex Riley is so underused. I mean, that, that dude had a great feud with uh, The Miz. And since then, he's just gone downhill. He's not used. He's, he has potential. He just doesn't have TV time. And, and he can I, go, you know, he's the kind of guy that can go back to the feud with The Miz. Because on NXT, he was a Miz clone. He was basically the jock version of the Miz. He yeah. he had the football player. He had the 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 football pride high school jacket he, or varsity jacket. He had, you know, he he put himself over. Yeah, I'm the best. And you know what? I don't care who stands in my way. I'm still gonna take him out, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna be there two minutes later signing autographs. Because that's how I am. That's Alex yeah. Riley, and that's how he should have put him, kept putting himself over. But they never let him do that. He, it, you know, he could always create a new feud out of it. But I mean, like, uh, it's it just seems like a, a another a, a classic WWE wasted opportunity. Yeah, and I, I I don't really see why they aren't using him. They they um. He's, he's talented. He's, he's very talented. And I don't see what... I mean... I, I don't know, man. The, the Miz put him over. He, he, he looks strong. The crowd, the crowd behind him. He's got, he's got kick-ass music. He just... I don't know, man. It's, it's basically like they've had, no, they've had nothing for him. Right. And like, you could see that they can well because he did a fantastic drop kick on, on, uh, on Ziggler this week. Go, go, go back and watch it. It was a great drop kick. Um... Back, back to Fantastic Week, I guess. Next up is uh, Michael Cole's interview with AJ. He starts hit, uh, he starts hitting hitting on, on, on AJ. And this brings out Daniel Why Bryan. Why is Michael Cole hitting on AJ? Uh, I think he's been hanging around uh, King for too long. And you know that King teaches people to perv on uh, young girls, right? On cue. So, that's why. That, that That's why. Um, but it just... <sighs> okay. Granted, they want to give Michael Cole a character. They want to make yeah. him a heel. They want to have him have more personality than just being a color uh, play-by-play commentator. Yeah. But you got to remember, he's a commentator. What is he doing yeah. hitting on, you know, AJ? Is um, it because she's the same height as him? Yeah, but she 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 can play kick it off still. Uh, that's a funny thing. Is it the fact that she's not as skinny as Cole is? Maybe. Was Cole drinking that night? No, no he was sober. I call bullshit on that. Because, I call shenanigans because when you think about it, that's something you do when you're drunk. I mean... Yeah. Drunkenness can make you do a lot of things. It can make you grab people when they don't want to be grabbed. 
Yeah. And we're going to get to that in, in the interview with uh, Maria, so stay tuned. But <laughs> you okay, Chris? Did I shock yeah. you there? No. No, I... <laughs> well, I that come out of left a... field for you? No. It... <laughs> no. It's, it, it's got a point where I'm, I'm, I'm not used to talking so much that when you talk, it shocks me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, like, it's... It's because I was on vacation for so long. But I really don't know why they put it into the into the story that Michael Cole's hitting on AJ. But it's supposed to further his character. No, it's not. I I I'm just shocked. I'm really shocked that they that they did that for for him to hit on her and all that. Isn't he married for one thing? I think he's married to a man's left butt cheek. Probably. But anyway, let's move on here. We've spent too much time. So, I spent too much time talking about someone I hate so much. So, yeah, basically this brings out CM Punk and this brings out um, Daniel Bryan. And then uh, they, basically tell, they basically tell AJ to pick one or the other. She makes out with Daniel Bryan. Um, so CM Punk gets out of the ring and then... Uh, she then follows uh, CM Punk and makes make out with CM Punk. Um, so yeah, ba- basically she's turning into she's slowly turning into a ring rat. Uh, <laughs> she's, tr- she's turning into Lita. Yeah. Come on. Uh, I, 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 I nothing, never that right. Nothing from that. She's turning into Lita. No, because remember I. Uh, <laughs> All right, fine. Be that way. Because no matter, I know for a fact that we have a few Lita fans that listen to this show, and if I say anything negative about Lita, I will be sent. Okay, to- I'm not saying any- Okay, I'm not saying anything bad about Lita herself. I'm saying something bad about Lita's character before she left WWE. Same pictures of giraffes to RTR Merrick. Okay, and we're, we're I still that- think that Lita is the hottest diva that's ever come from the WWE. I would say even Marisa, Marisa or, or Maria is, but okay. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh, hottest women's champion to ever come out of WWE. Marie, oh, uh, yeah, actually. Women's champion, women's champion. Although, I think Layla kind of had that title too. Yeah. And anyway, anyway. Um, sidetrack, sidetrack. Sidetrack, yeah. but come on. I mean, that was okay. I mean, it wasn't a live sex show or anything. So Anyway. Um, okay, moving on. Moving, moving on, on. Move on, move on. Santina, Santina Marella, uh, Sudden Slaughter, and Hacksaw Ding Duggan defeat Drew McIntyre, Hunico, and the other the other Mexican dude. Drew McIntyre still in WWE? And he had a match, I know, shockingly. Uh, once again, talk about a guy that's been just unfairly not used. Dude is so, dude is so talented. I love him. He, I love Drew McIntyre. I love his character. I love his look. I love his entrance theme. I love his ability. I love when he uses the power moves during his match because it makes him look so badass. I and I I love Drew McIntyre. I don't know why they're not using this guy so much as they should be. Hashtag man crush. No, 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 not not necessarily. He's just a he's such an underutilized talent. And it's uh, like ever since he had that BS with his ex-wife, with Tiffany, with Tiffany, it just 
killed it for his career. And you could honestly blame Tiffany for that. I agree. That bitch. Um, (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Next up, we have Goldberg versus uh, Kurt Hawkins. And I I know I said Goldberg. Goldberg. Is that the new name for him, Goldberg? The crowd chant Goldberg, so I'm now calling him Goldberg. Okay. Um, So, yeah, Goldberg wins via his little marchy thing. Um, did he come? Did he come with curly fries and an oju sauce? He did. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> you um, know I'm gonna keep making those Arby's references, right? And I keep getting asked questions, Chris. Why does Mary keep making jokes that, that make no sense? Uh, like, you, That's because you, you don't have Arby's in the UK. I don't think. No, 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 no. I'm asked by Americans why you, you why your jokes make no sense. My jokes make sense. Look at what they've been putting out. On the Arby's commercials for you Americans out there, I don't know if I don't know if England has any Arby's, but look at what they've been putting out there. Come on, does Ryback not sound like an Arby's chicken or an Arby's roast beef sandwich? Apparently not. Apparently you are a woman army in that. How am I one? Whatever. You people are weird. <laughs> you people. <laughs> uh. Well, it makes sense, yeah, yeah. damn it. Just just go to Arby's one day and go go to the menu and see how much. See how much they like to put over roast beef sandwiches and, and and something with back on it. Something with back in the name. It's there. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I'm, I'm going to pretend to... Like, it makes to, sense, uh, damn it. Go ahead, anyway. Next up, we have the 20-man Great American Bash Royal Rumble Battle Royal female B with the winner becoming next week's uh, general manager of SmackDown. Um, Comes down to Kane versus Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder goes for the woo 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 boot, hits it, goes goes for the uh, the leg, leg lariat, gets blocked. King goes for a choke slam, gets blocked. Your and then uh, uh, Ryder pulls down the, the bottom. Oh, sorry, the top rope. So King goes crashing to the bottom of of the mat, and Zack Ryder wins. Your winner and next week's GM for Zack down, Zack Ryder. Okay, so this match was basically just about. The winner of the match is the next GM of of SmackDown. For a week, yes. For a week. But not Raw. No. Okay, we don't know so then who the who... is. Okay. That's hilarious to me, I think. I think it's because they want to try and get a big name for Raw, but they don't know who to get. It's just funny how they do that, and they don't have any celebrity guests coming in. Now, I think it'd be a, like, a big, like a big name that they could only get for, like, for one night. So it's probably like Stephanie or something like that. Yeah. Or Mike or fucking Mike Adamley. It has to be Mike Ad- We need Mike Adamley back on TV. Why? Jeff, Jeff Harvey. Jeff Harvey, yeah. That is one way to, to kill your career, ladies and gentlemen. Your debut at, at the Rumble. Yeah. Was he Jeff Harvey? I mean, Hardy. <laughs> now it's time to cross the line and we head to Impact Wrestling. Um... The show starts with Bully Ray, and Bully Ray comes out, and he says that he's gonna make a bit of history, and he's now set up uh, set up a Twitter account. What well, about Bully Ray? He set up a Twitter account. Surprisingly um, enough. Yeah, but it's basically. bad enough he doesn't interact with any wrestling shows or anything, so he sets up a Twitter account where people want to interview him. Pretty much. Um, he's only done one shoot interview, and that was with R Video, and that was it. This brings out Joseph Park and 
They had a little back and forth until a contract for next week. I am Joseph have... Park, and I sound exactly like Abyss. Like Abyss, the same exact build as Abyss. As Abyss, same exact height as Abyss, but I'm not Abyss, guys. Honestly, I'm not Abyss. And in fact, you guys never see me in the same room with him. Or the same match, because remember, I ducked under the ring, and then Abyss came out from under the ring, and then Abyss went back under the ring, and then I came back out of the ring, and I won the match. Yeah, that, that, that's how it works. But we're not the same person. But we're, but we're totally, totally different people. That's how it works. Um, so yeah... Uh, so yeah, that sets up that. Uh, next up, we see Austin Aries and Hulk Hogan in the back, and Austin Aries has to give over his belt tonight. Um, we then see the last last week's recap of the whole Claire bastard child with AJ Styles and that good stuff. Um, Devon versus Crimson for the TV title. Devon wins, so I, I'm guessing Crimson now is now on a losing streak. Um, this brings out Madison Rain, and you think, and you think that Madison Rain's got a crush on Devon. No, no, no. Madison Rain has a crush on Earl Hebner. Earl Hebner? Really? Yeah, she makes out with Earl Hebner. Oh. Does anyone, is it, honestly, when you think, I okay, and this is coming from a guy who, who didn't watch it because he was busy getting drunk and all that, but... Really? That's the crush? To put... TNA, why do you do this? Why do you do this to me? I put you over... I I made a joke on Twitter that um, Matt and Rain heard, uh, once heard about El uh, uh, Hebner screwing someone. And I was just going to say, does she like the fact that uh, Hebner liked this to screw people or what? Or 15 years after 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 it happened, he's what one screwing still being replayed in the wrestling history? Yeah, like why? I don't know. It give it time. It probably be uh explained. But, um, but doesn't we'd... that make doesn't that really make your fucking uh just head just cringe? Your your brain cringe? Eh. Could be worse. Could be worse. She How could, could it be, be worse? She could be. She could be dating the ready ring announcer, or she. She actually. She could have been having a crush on on SoCal Val or Christy Henry. Hey, that would have been good. That wouldn't have been worse. She had a secret crush on SoCal Val. That that would have worked. No map. No Did, ma- no map. Okay, one. but see, here's the problem I have with Madison Rain. Okay, she's attractive. All right. I'm not denying that, but the way she looked last last Thursday, not this past Thursday, but the, the week before, she looked horrible. Have you seen a picture on, on Twitter? It's now it's now her from a from a um a muscle and fitness competition, and dude looks do do that way looks 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 buff, but she didn't look hot. She looks like she'll kick your ass and take your lunch money. Right, but it just did not work for me. And I don't know how people think she's attractive when her when 
whoever's doing her makeup in TNA needs to be slapped. Because it just queen, though. It just looked really bad. So I don't know. Anyway, let's let's move on here. Next up, we have Chris Saban come come to the ring, and he says that uh, he was told by his doctors that he, that he should retire. He was told by Hulk Hogan he should retire. <laughs> Kettle, pot, black. Yeah, um, exactly. And before it, and before he can say anything, really, he's cut off by Bobby Roode, who says that every single ex-revolution wrestler, it's the same. They do all these high spots and get no reward. He then kicks the injured leg, which I give I give him credit. He took one for the team. Yeah, an injured leg a kick to the to a torn ACL. Not fun. Not a fun way to spend your weekend. Not at all. Uh, next up, we have two dudes that I've never heard of before. We have D- uh, Dakota Darcel versus Flip Cadavos Ka- Casanova. Flip. Uh, I think they said. I think they said it was Flip Kendrick too. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah, well, Flip Casanova uh, wins the match. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure. What? What? I I think they're going to the exhibition match at uh, at the pay per view to crown a new champion. Okay. Um, next up, we have Gail Kim and Madison Rain versus Tara and Tess Mocker. Tess Mocker and uh, Tara win via the uh, kind of like a side neckbreaker kind of maneuver by Tess Mocker. Next up, we have AJ Styles uh, walking to the ring. And one thing I noticed is TNA are now plugging the Twitter accounts or the wrestlers. But- yeah, they're not working the audience. But, okay, the only Twitter accounts they actually plugged were the ones of the wrestlers that actually had their actual TNA name in the Twitter account. Right. Like, because they they didn't plug uh, Brooke Tessmucker because hers, hers is at Brooke Impact, not Miss Tessmucker. They didn't plug um, Tara because Tara's is at real uh, Lisa Marie. It, it was weird how they, how they were plugging their different Twitters. Yeah, Dakota Darso like, is the one you're looking for. The name yeah, you're looking that, for. That'll be him. Um, so yeah, AJ comes out and AJ was talking about how Dagos lied to Kaz. And um, sorry, I was I was, I was a bit tired then. Um, and then they bring out Daniels and they said that at that destination X is it's going to be a uh, uh, last man standing match. To, uh, between those two, between uh, Styles and Daniels, yes, and yes. Th- you know that's again this is another match that AJ Styles has had against Daniels, but at the same time, they're great, you know, and I and I'm very sure of this, but outside of the ring, I bet Styles and Daniels are the best of friends, and they know each other so well. They're gonna be they're gonna have a great match at Destination X. And yep. I really hope I I really wish him the best on that because it, it's going to be a great match to watch as a very critical wrestling fan that I am. I have a reason to you know co- to complain about things with TNA with WWE and all that, but I know when TNA put when TNA puts on a good match r- exactly when they announce when it's announced, it's going to be a great match. Yeah, especially when you know the t- when you see the talent. Next up, we have 
uh, Kenny King breaking his uh, breaking his ROH contract slash handshake. <laughs> and he's wrestling Lars only. Kenny King wins. Um, that we then go backstage and we see Austin Aries and um, uh, King taking hand. Of course, it is quite ironic that last week um, Aries did a conference call with uh, with wrestling media, and he said that if he could bring one guy into TNA, it would be Kenny King. So that's pretty kick ass, actually. I love the fact that they that they bring him in. Um, but again, like I said, Ring of Honor didn't see this coming. They should have anticipated it. But I mean, at the same time, you know, Kenny King should have waited and not be a dick. Just yeah, say but it. he but he had no contract. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> There was no in contact that kept him there. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Jeff Hardy versus James Storm. Jeff Hardy wins, so he climbs up the old uh, Bound for Glory leaderboard. It's announced that that TNA will, will, will be going to Phoenix, Arizona for Bound for Glory. Yeah. Despite the, Though it was announced earlier on Twitter. Good job. Um, then for the closing segment, we have uh, Austin Aries come to the ring, and he's about to give up the title, and this leads to a little fight between um, him and Rude and the show end with uh, Aries holding up both the exhibition and the world title um, I would give Impact uh, I'll, give, I'll give it a B plus C yeah from what I heard and I haven't watched it yet I'll give it I'll give it a, a C I'll give it a C minus because of the Earl Hebner thing. Okay, I'll give it a D plus because of the Earl Hebner thing. But I'll have to watch it and check it oh, out yeah, again. Yeah. But it's still, ugh. I, I it, it makes me sick. So yeah, that's all. That's literally all. All, all this week's wrestling done. We 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 talked about WWE, TNA, SmackDown. Yeah, but I I think we're gonna have a good time. We still have some time left in the show. Um, but let's go ahead. Let's take a break. When we come back, we will have the first lady of Ring of Honor, Miss Maria Canoles. I mean, Maria Canellis. <laughs> let's let's face it. I, I'm thinking Italian tonight. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Hi guys, you are listening to Marie, the sexiest of the sexy, on Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. I have voices in my head, they counsel me, they understand, they talk to me. Since 1996, Audio Wrestling has been getting in the ring as your definitive source for all your wrestling desires. Interviews with some of pro wrestling's biggest stars. Providing you with a wide selection of award-winning wrestling shows from past and present. Such as Ministry of Slam, Monday Night Mayhem, In Your Head, WrestleCast, Sunday Night Showdown, Wrestling News Live, Between the Ropes, RVD Radio, WrestleCast, and Wrestle Talk Radio, and many others. If you can't get enough Mad Mania, climb into the ring with Audio Wrestling, www.audiowrestling.com, and check out all the real voices of wrestling radio. Audio Wrestling, keeping you tuned in since 1996. I 
courtesy of Beyond the Bell. Nature Boy Ric Flair presents the seasons of pro wrestling. 560, 41,000, 213, well, what? Well, what? What? 560, 41,000, 213, well, what? This? Recognize this? Huh? Yeah, retired. Hulk Hogan. I reek. Tell it all the media. Right across the seas. In Australia? You think March 30th? Ask your girl. Huh? 560, 41,000, Well, what? This? Woo! He's only a 14-time world champion. Never in my mind. Nature Mars! How about... Woo! How about... Woo! Every wannabe athlete is dying. 16, I'll take credit for it. into all things nostalgia and want to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling and sports entertainment go beyond the bell every week on the SNS Radio Network Hey you Yeah I'm talking to you Have you checked out the new Unplugged on Friday night? Well if you haven't make sure you check out the new Unplugged Friday Nights with J.J. Sexay at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Mountain Standard Time, where J.J. covers SmackDown, video games, and whatever the hell else he feels like. See you in chat. What's up all you stars and studs? I am former WWE diva Maria, and I am now the current First Lady of Ring of Honor. And you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Running the Ropes right here on the SNS Radio Network and the Unchained Wrestling Network. Brian Maverick Bertrand back with you with uh, Chris Kelly from HeadlockSailines.com. And on the line right now, we have Miss Maria Canellis. Maria, it's been a while. How, how have you been? I'm fantastic. How are you? Not too bad. A little warm in California, but that's all right. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, what have, what's been going on? You guys have... You've done a lot of great stuff so far in Ring of Honor. You've been at the, la- the last couple of pay-per-views. One, not, uh, of course, Best in the World 2012. Great show. Uh, by far one of the better uh, times, um, except for the one incident involving the fan and you. Well, what was that about? For those that don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Someone grabbing my booty. Um, oh, okay. It was uh, one of those things where I was out there. I was doing my job. I was uh, helping out my man. And all of a sudden, this guy just reaches over and just he just grabs it. And, you know, <laughs> it wasn't like uh, a little grab. It was a big grab. And, oh, wow. Um, one, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's it's one thing to apologize. It's another thing to come back and tell me it's my fault. Um, there are tons of Broadway performers out there, singers out there, 
actresses, you would never touch them. Just don't touch me either. I'm a performer just like any of them, and I really didn't appreciate it. Um, oh yeah, it's my place of work, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind. Of, I, I, you know, honestly, I think it's one of those things that you could chalk up to. Man, I wish we still. Ha- I wish I was still behind those big black security barriers. Because <laughs> <laughs> at least those were at least six feet back from the ring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of room there, but. Just to to do it and then to not apologize, but to basically say it's my fault, that's a totally different thing. And people have to be very careful with that because that's a form of harassment. And, yeah. um, you know, it doesn't matter how excited you get in the moment and everything. End of the day, I'm a performer, and you don't touch the performers. It doesn't matter if you're at a circus show or if you're at a Broadway show. You just don't do it. Yeah, I agree. Well, well, I mean, like, there, you, you, you brought up two points that I brought up last week. Number one, you don't touch a performer. No, no matter where you are, you're there to watch the performer. You don't, you have uh-huh. no right to jump over the, or go over the barrier and do that. And I'm quite surprised that, that, that A, that guy wasn't kicked out, and B, that you, that you, you didn't get that, that guy arrested. Because you don't do that. Yeah, you know, the biggest thing with that is it was the end of the match. And, you know, it's job first, work first, what's going on in the ring first, and then it's everything else that surrounded it. If it would have happened a little bit earlier on in the evening, um, I definitely would have been uh, throwing fists or slapping faces. Yeah. (laughs) We'll just put it that way. It happened so quick, though. Literally, the guy grabbed me. I turned around, asked who it was, and then the bell was ringing for the end of the match. I didn't even see the end of the match, which is probably why Mike lost. But, um, (laughs) you know, it just... It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, you just don't do that. Like, it's, and like I said, if he came back and he was like, I, you know, I'm sorry, and if everybody's like, I'm sorry that happened, but that wasn't the response that I got. The response that I got was that I deserved it. And just because I dress sexy doesn't mean you own me, and it doesn't mean that you can touch me. It doesn't mean that It doesn't I, mean that I you're not dressing sexy joke. for him, yeah. It, it's not, it's <laughs> like... I always have this running joke that just because i was in playboy doesn't mean you're my friend you know i got paid to do that job and i get paid to be at ring of honor so um just remember that when you go to the shows yeah and it's it's one of those things you another rule that i've i've learned as a former wrestling student was a you don't touch the performers b you don't get in the way of their match i personally i remember i accidentally got in the way of a match at All Pro Wrestling in Hayward, and the the wrestler at the time uh, what gave me the biggest slap in my back and said, "Get the fuck out of my way!" and just pushed me under the ring because I was running cable yeah, and because because I was in the it's way. Very dangerous. Oh yes. When you are around that ring, it is very dangerous. And if he would have grabbed me and all of a sudden I tripped on a cable, you know, because I was startled, um, you know, I could have twisted an ankle or I could have ran into somebody. Um, and it, there's just so much going on in that ring and around the ring. And I think a lot of times, you know, because people can get up and close and personal with all of us, they think that we're not the same as a Broadway performer. Yeah, we take a lot more bumps and, you know, everybody can very easily be injured and stuff. But at the same time, the rules apply. Yeah. The rules definitely apply. Yeah, and it, it, it's just one of those problems where 
alcohol can get involved and oh yeah with, with a smaller company like ring of honor no offense it, it, um it's it, even with the security barriers the security gates they put up that's still kind of limited unfortunately and that can happen and like i said alcohol can get involved and me you know work working and seeing people get that way it's a real bad situation when it gets too high and i think uh and and at the same time i don't think it was the first time that's happened in ring of honor i'm sure it's happened to a few other uh females before oh, yeah definitely I mean, they... and we and we love for the fans to get involved when we call for it yeah you know, we definitely love that but if we're not calling for it oh my goodness you could get land on you could have something major happen but you know it's it's over and done with now i said my piece about it and and that's it it won't happen again i'm sure yeah, and I'm I'm sure, and especially now that everyone knows what happened, now that it's out there and all that, I think it's a great way for the future. Um, but now, what? Now, one thing, like, one ahead. thing that really annoyed me was the response by the internet. The internet fans that it were saying it's okay. Now, I'm part of the like we're part of the whole internet wrestling fans, and I mm-hmm. want to apologize for them because. <laughs> they are stupid. They, I mean, <laughs> I want to apologize for the IWC. <laughs> I mean, last week I, w- I went on like a mass five minute rant about this, but those people are yeah. keyboard warriors who need to get the fuck out of their basement and stop okay. thinking that it's right. And I yeah. can't speak for them. I wish I could, but they're fucking idiots, for lack of a better term. <laughs> um, just because they, like, like I say, you're in Playboy, you, you, you dress sexually. That's no reason for you to go for fans for to a encourage that and b support it. If you do that in public, yeah. you you will be thrown in jail. So and at the same behalf- time, I mean, you think about it. You think about it. And Britney Spears is dressed very sexy. Uh, one of my close friends, Maria Menudo, she just posed naked in um, a magazine. There was an artistic nude. You would never think to touch one of them. And they're on television. They're entertainers. But you would never think to touch them. But because I'm a wrestler, that means you ha- you can touch me. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't at all. And I just, like I said, it's over and done with. I don't think it'll ever happen again. And I'm very thankful it happened to me and not anybody else because I have a big enough, uh, big enough mouth and a big enough platform to say, hey guys, this isn't okay. And then we move on to the future. Yeah. And, and you know, we're always around. There's always going to be at least one show that would love to get you on, especially here on Running the Ropes. If you ever want to come on for an open mic, that we'll, we'll give you that. And that's what's cool about <laughs> it. That's what's cool about the response. And, and, and when I talked to you, you, you were pretty into it, saying, okay, yeah, I'll talk about it. Just to, get, just to make ev- like even more people aware that this kind of thing is not okay. And, I, I'm, and it's cool that, no, that... No, it's not. And it's cool that you... you came on and to do that and then i guess over twitter there was another backlash involving now like a little twitter war between you and former wcw uh color commentator mark madden who now works for who's now uh working for wrestlezone.com and that in itself just seemed really awkward uh it was very inappropriate because i wasn't involved in it yeah, people have their opinions, and I, I can either agree or disagree with their opinions, and I can go on there and make comments if I want to or not. Um, but when he said to my boyfriend, um, 
does she miss CM Punk? Does she miss the big time? She will. That was when I got offended because my personal life has nothing to do with his article. It had nothing to do with the situation that was happening between him and Mike Mondo and, and my boyfriend. It, it had nothing to do with that. So in, in, to involve me is just very childish. I was in high school a long time ago. <laughs> it's almost been 12 years now since I was in high school. And I don't like to relive those times. So for him to say that was just disrespectful. It was very sexist um, and irrational almost. Like, who does that? Who involves another celebrity in a feud just because they're losing their argument? It's, it's a cheap way of attacking someone. I didn't appreciate it. So I came back at him and I asked him, you know, are we in high school? How childish is this? Did you do your research? Do you know what's going on in the wrestling world right now? Yeah. Do you, do you have any idea what's going on with our television, which is doing great, by the way, and our pay-per-view is getting better and better, even though we had flaws in the beginning? So he obviously didn't do his research. He wrote a false article, um, and I'm sorry for the people that read it because they don't. they probably didn't realize that it was based on nothing but lies. And, I mean... The only reason that I got involved was because he attacked me personally. And mm. after I said that, then he asked me when I was going to be posing naked again because he would love to see it. And I responded to him saying, how many people do you think have seen me naked? It's really just a photo. And it really has nothing to do with this argument. And then he attacked me again. Yeah. <laughs> it was just wild. I mean, you can read it. It's on my Facebook. I attach the entire thing because I I think that people should know the entire story. But like I said, the only reason that I got involved was because it started to involve my personal life and an ex-boyfriend of mine. And then he basically said that I was just part of the Divas assembly line and that I wasn't worth anything. And maybe I'm not the biggest star in the entire world. But everybody is worth something. And to basically write someone off only because they were a diva is very insulting, especially because he just retweeted a photo of Maurice and he just retweeted photos of other girls. So obviously he enjoys the divas. Obviously they're not just a part of an assembly line. He does enjoy them. So it's another lie to just shove it in my face. And I, I just it got so out of hand because I'm not that person that's going to just take someone insulting my personal life. Right. And it's funny because this is the guy who <clears throat> came on. I mean, and this guy wants to try and make a name for himself when you, you just said it, he posts, I mean, he obviously does like the divas enough to put retweet photos of them and the knockouts and all mm -hmm. that. And yet, this is the guy from WCW, so that says something. That I don't. I've never even before this article. I never even heard about heard about him. Yeah, well, he. I uh, just didn't appreciate the fact that he would include my name and my personal life in some argument he was having. It was just it was so ridiculous to me. I'm 30 years old. I have been around some of the biggest celebrities in the entire world some of the richest people in the world, and they don't treat people like that. It's my personal life. It's, it's whatever I, you know, I can control and take care of. And 
it's disrespectful to start trying and involve yourself in that. Right, and well, see, and I brought up WCW because he was only there for, what, Chris, about a year and a half just because he was replacing someone else on TV, and the, he hasn't really had much of a good reputation Except for no, calling Viagra on pole reputation. matches. Yeah, and it and it and he to doesn't have him... see talent. He he doesn't know talent. He he said Daniel Bryan could never draw any money, and look at Daniel <laughs> Bryan. Like his T-shirts are all over the audience. Yeah. Every single you know Raw show, SmackDown show, all over the Ring of Honor shows, his T-shirts are everywhere. So if he was a reputable guy, if he was a talent scout, if he was somebody that actually. Had a say in this business, I would care, but he's nobody. He really doesn't. He honestly nobody. (laughs) (laughs) And it's nothing against it's nothing against Mark Men from me. It's just the fact that the way he the way he acts and the way he comes off in the wrestling industry to a lot of people, it's not good. I mean, again, I'm sure he's probably one of the better, you, you know, one of the good personalities but that's all it is you know the guy I've doesn't have so many horrible things he calls himself the super genius yeah he was a super genius and he really wanted to be involved in the wrestling business something that he said would actually be true but well, nothing he says has been true no and then and he goes and, and insults ring of honor saying it's bush league saying it's this and that, it's not going to be Yeah, that's the what thing. he was saying about Mike. He was saying Mike was Bush League and Mike yeah. was this. Uh, tr- I mean, trust me, I know what is and what isn't good talent. And Mike is at the top of his game right now, and he's only getting better. So this guy and his horrible attitude, and just because he's jealous that Mike is attractive and Mike is a star and he's going to make tons of money in his future means that he gets all jealous and, and starts saying horrible things to him. And just because Mike is winning in the conversation, he starts <laughs> making jabs at his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so and, silly and he's supposed to be like, what, Chris, 40 something years old. And he goes and makes this uh, entire rant and all that and he's so immature about it and he goes and attacks you out of all people like what the hell is what does maria have to do with this conversation at the moment and then he brings up the naked pictures like come on read the article i I, you know i read the article i thought it was stupid so i wasn't even going to pay another uh, bit of attention to it mike mondo got involved which irritated my boyfriend. So then my boyfriend gets involved, and then they attack me. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I've been on the phone for the last two and a half, three hours doing interviews. Doing, I had conference calls for projects I'm involved in. I don't really have time for someone to attack me personally or to basically say, "Oh, well, you're just another girl that." they can make another one up. No, and you don't know me, and maybe if you got to know me, maybe you would have a different opinion. But to just attack me personally? And that's what, a lot really? of people, that's what a lot of people don't realize. You're a very talented wrestler. You're very beautiful. You have a great music career ahead of you. You have all this other stuff that you're involved in. You, you're not only working with uh, Ring of Honor, but you're also working with FWE and all this other stuff. I mean... And you're got you got your hands dipped in a lot of cookie jars, and then this guy thinks that you're not doing anything. 
But <laughs> on all honestly, you're one of the more active people in the wrestling industry, and this guy's being a keyboard warrior on uh, exactly. on the dirt sheets, posting it up there. So yeah, like you you go and take your hour or twenty minutes or whatever to do your blog. I'll be on the phone all day making sure that the girls are booked for my. Davis or my my ladies division down in Nashville um, for Crossfire Wrestling. I'll, I'll make sure about that. And yeah. then I'm also I'm going to have my own ladies wrestling show. It's going to be all the women that have been at Crossfire and several others. And we're going to be doing that sometime early next year. So I'm in the middle of booking all of that. I run the division. It's like, yeah, and Crossfire Wrestling is growing. Coming up with FWE. I have you know people have asked me from TNA to come in and I said no like I'm not I want control right now I don't want to just be on air anymore and it's it's just so funny to me that because women in the past that have came out of wrestling have either gotten hooked on drugs or ended up doing porn or ended up (laughs) getting fat or whatever it is like I I'm gonna end up that way no I don't think so I think I'm gonna keep working harder I mean, I have extremely good mentors. Maria Menudos is a really close friend of mine. Um, I, I love Heidi Klum. I love strong women. I, I, I admire them. Bethany Frankel is another one. I, I've been reading a lot of stuff by her. Like, I'm not going to disappear. I'm not going anywhere. Yes, I'm going to be involved in wrestling, but I'm sure as hell not going to just be involved in wrestling. So he better watch his mouth because... It's just he's he's a dying breed of these these negative people that think that they have any uh, any like uh, impression that they can make on me or anybody else. When you're a positive person, nothing nothing can get in the way of that. I think honestly, he's jealous because you <laughs> had the better career and he didn't. And now he's. I don't he's... even compare the two. I really don't. Like my my career compared to any, I, I don't compare my career to anybody's career. Yeah. Like he can be jealous all day long, and that's totally fine with me. But <laughs> I, I don't even look at him. Like I don't even use his name in my tweets because I don't even want to give him that, that that little bit of a few extra followers. He got like 500 followers just while he was doing an argument with me. Like. 500 more people really just because he was arguing with me but i'm the one that's not important yeah it's really bad and i i think it's funny because it's just one of those situations where like you said you know he could sit there and do an hour and a half or two hours four hours whatever to make a column and you'll take you'll take probably what 30 minutes to an hour making money basically <laughs> so like hey you know the, and, and so go on with your bad self yeah so go on do what you gotta do just 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 say all the things that you can't do yourself but while you're doing that i'll be improving myself while exactly. you're doing that i'll be on the treadmill while you're doing that i'll be making phone calls to improve myself so you want to go on the internet and write all kinds of stuff that's fine with me because while you're doing that I'm just putting one more notch in my belt. Exactly. But, I love I mean, it. Like, Ian Glass and Mark Madden, he's the kind of guy that gives guys like myself and Maverick who work on the internet a bad name. Because whenever you read his yes. tweets, they're, they're always so negative. 
I always try and be mm-hmm. positive. Yeah. Whenever you tweet, it's something bad. I mean, it's either Ring of Honor suck, they have no stars. Teenage gonna die tomorrow. WWE sucks because they have poor ratings. Jesus Christ! Positive! Be happy! Why be negative? Well, I don't you know, get I him. Don't, I don't mind negative. I don't mind the negative. What I mind is if someone wants to go back and forth about it and talk about, no, we're doing this right and we're doing that right and we're trying. I don't like when somebody makes it personal. Yeah. I, I, I love I love to throw ideas on the board. I love to, you know, argue back and forth about what works and what doesn't work and all of that stuff. That's all great because that's the way to brainstorm. But as soon as you start getting into someone's personal life, that's when I don't like it. And, well, and when you start attacking someone personally, that's when I don't like it. Well, I would bring Mark Madden on on for debate, but he <laughs> but, but two, like, two, like, two story right. My one of our coworkers he got into a, a a Twitter debate with Mark Madden, and he offered Mark Madden to come, to come on on the show. Mark Madden would not come on the show unless we paid him. This is a guy that writes for the, <laughs> writes for the dirt sheets, right? And he and he wanted me to pay him money to come on my show. He said he said nothing. <laughs> I, I, I put people like Shawn Michaels and yourself, right? Why would I spend about $400 to get this fat piece of shit on my show? I don't... I don't know. It, it's that hilarious. craziness to me. And, and he says he's passionate about wrestling. If he says he's passionate about wrestling, he should want to talk about it. It should be a part of his life. It should be everything to him to be able to talk about and to express his opinions. But see, that's a person that will hide behind his keyboard because no one can actually attack him there. Yeah. No one can get to him there. But when he has to go back and forth on the phone, forget about it. I would love for him to come and say that stuff to me. Say that stuff to my face about how you want to see me naked. Or say that stuff to my face about how I'm just another diva, search, assembly line, whatever. That's fine. Come and say it right to me, and I'll prove you wrong. Yeah, and while he's I, while he's saying how much he wants to see you naked again, you'll say, "Well, then you'd have to pay me nothing because I wouldn't do it for you in a million years anyway." <laughs> and tell him to fuck off. I mean, it, it's just a, it's just one of those things where, it, it, and again, Playboy was a one-time thing anyway, and yeah. then he still wants to go on about it. And God, it was like how long about. Six years ago, eight. I don't know. I did it in two thousand and eight, so four years. So ago. four years ago, and it's like he still wants that. I mean, hey, Google's a hell of a tool. I'll tell you that much. He wants to talk about that. He he wants to talk about that. He wants to talk about a guy that I dated four years ago. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> sure, I dated him. Great, he's running the whole freaking company up there. I remember yeah. his conversations with all kinds. I remember my ex's conversations about all the internet people out there that were just telling him he sucks. And I read all of it. I sat there right next to him as he was reading it about he'd never make it anywhere. He doesn't have the right body type. He has too many tattoos. Blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah. What is he doing now? Running the whole freaking show. So, He's the champion so, right now. So, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard it all. Bring it on. Yeah. I have thick skin. And and Kevin Kelly wants to say that maybe we need thicker skin. I have thick skin. That's why I can make an honest-to-goodness judgment about what is being said to me and answer it appropriately. And, and that's it, period. Like, 
I don't need to have thicker skin. I stand up for what I believe in and that's it. And I will always stand up for what I believe in, no matter if it's for my family, my friends or my passion. I will always stand up for uh, what I believe in. And to you you had to on the show. I mean, you didn't have to. And now I know, but then Mark Madden won't come on the show. And you, you <laughs> yeah, Mark Madden debate with myself or Maverick. Yeah, if you try to debate with with Mark Madden, he'll probably start crying behind his keyboard. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and it's it, and it's cool that you have the fit, thicker skin and all that. And it personally, the one thing I've always accredited myself to is the fact that uh, you have to respect the wrestlers because they're putting themselves out there and all that, and to call someone to consider anything uh, quote-unquote Bush League is something that is very disturbing in this in this day and age. I mean, yeah, some, some independent wrestling companies uh, do not last. Some wrestlers do not last, unfortunately, you know. But to, call, but to call them Bush League for doing what they love, for doing all this stuff, it's not a good thing. And I think, you know, and, and to have someone like you, who Maria, that came from the big WWE Vince McMahon contract, the big storylines, the the uh, the entire you know the all the stuff you were involved in there to go from all that to come to uh, such a great company and still an ever growing company with Ring of Honor with and and getting involved with Mike Bennett and uh, working with with stars like. Um, like Tommaso Ciampa or uh, Davy Richards and all that, and such a great you know community to be a part of, you know, and it, it's just one thing that you know Mark Madden is very blessed, and I feel like it's growing, and I, I I can tell by the TV numbers, and I can tell by you know. Uh, getting recognized in the talents that Ring of Honor is on, not for being a part of WWE, but for being a part of Ring of Honor. Um, and to and, use and what you learned. feels good. Yeah, and to use what you learned uh, coming into Ring of Honor and helping Ring of Honor grow and then starting, you know, uh, then getting involved with FWE and Crossfire Wrestling and to use a lot of business sense as well. And I think, I think that's one of the things that, I uh, personally, I highly respect you for because not many people have that credit. And like you said earlier, you don't want to you don't want to just end up going out of the spotlight. You don't want to be one of those former divas that did porn or did drugs and got fat and all that. No, you sat. You keep going. You're 30 years old now. You're making money. You're keeping your name out there for people to know to work with you on, and that's what really works out in the long run and well thank you so much i appreciate that so i just don't want to wear the spandex forever to be honest (laughs) with you spandex is great and all but at a certain point i i don't want to wear it so um (laughs) i just figure i'll start building stuff outside of it but i mean i have a really big project that's coming up here in the next couple weeks um i'm extremely excited about it i'm going to be the spokesperson for it I can't mention it right now, but definitely as it gets closer, I'd love to come back on and talk about it. But I appreciate you guys having me on, and make sure you're following my Twitter. It's Maria L. Canellis, and I hate to do it to you guys, but I have another interview, so I have to get off the phone. No problem. Um, But you guys have a fantastic evening, and I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. You do the same, and keep making that money, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Like, and that was the awesome Maria Kanellis. Honestly, one of the greatest, most active personalities in the wrestling business. And she was cool. And I'm glad uh, and I actually intended on going 30 minutes. And that's what we got. So awesome. And I think I didn't get to tell this, but she is probably one of the smartest divas. Oh, no, sorry. No, i One of the smartest women to have ever have ever left the WWE, right? And not just gone like like to TNA. She's actually making her her own career. Well, it's not and... it's not just that. Like it's it's she's one of the most active women competitors in WWE that didn't just go out of the spotlight. She made her own spotlight and kind of fused it with others like Ring of Honor, Crossfire Wrestling, FWE, her music, her her designs, her her fashion line and all that. She's keeping up to date with everything needed, and I hope to have her back on to promote the product that she that that she just said she was getting involved with. And I I love the fact that she's willing to do that and to address these personal things that have happened. The guy the guy that you know grabbed her, uh, Mark Madden. She even mentioned her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend, but didn't say his name, which is weird. But that's all right. Hey, more power, you know. But talking about you know her ex-boyfriend CM Punk, and right is that right CM Punk? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Anyway, and and saying stuff about that, and look at CM Punk now. CM Punk is a WWE champion, and who finally had his first main event. And I, I love that. So I do want to. I definitely want to thank. Maria for coming on again Maria you are very welcome to promote anything you want on this show I will sell myself out for you but that's a whole nother story <laughs> uh, uh, but don't worry I, I'm sure I'm sure Mark Madden learned his lesson by now I think he's got enough Hasht- backlash hashtag fuck Mark Madden Hasht- yeah get that trending worldwide <laughs> hashtag fuck Mark <laughs> But yeah, like I, I, I love I love her for it and I, I respect her enough to say, you know, I'm so glad to have watched her in WWE and it's awesome that she's in she's in such a great company like Ring of Honor. So I I encourage everyone to be positive about your wrestling. Keep an open mind like I've always said and just really, really get involved in that. So that's gonna do it for us. Uh, anyways, this is Brian Maverick Bertrand with Chris Kelly from headlocksheadlines.com. Check that out. Uh, I encourage everyone to check out us on Twitter at RTR Maverick. No K at the end because that's just how I am. I, and, and you can't spell. And I can't spell. But, hey, I love it. So, uh, also at H2H online and H2H at H2H Crelly. Uh, let's see. What else can we plug? Facebook.com forward slash running the ropes dot radio. Um, and hashtag fuck Mark Madden. Hashtag fuck Mark Madden. And yeah. And <laughs> oh, we, oh, I want to apologize. Uh, I forgot to get to the viewer, to the listener email, um, that we got from Lynn, uh, from, I guess her fan club. Uh, I apologize for that. Next time we have her on, I'm gonna save your. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna go right now to the to the running the ropes at yahoo.com. I will save this email because I am that nice of a guy. 
Next time we have her on, I promise, and I, I'm, I'm going to say this in the recording, in the live recording for the show right now, I promise I will ask her the next time. So, Hashtag I keep my promises. Come on, come on. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to do it for us here. Uh, Brian Mavic Bertrand for Chris Kelly saying, see you later, everybody. Hashtag fuck my button. Hashtag over.